Mama don't know what we're getting. <laughs> Mama don't know daddy's reading figs on the AO3. Reading something oh, on something. <laughs> Fix, Fixing dicks with rhymes. So it'd be like, and we're clashing dicks. Clashing reading, dicks. Yeah. But you know, like lips crash into be like, Mama don't know daddy's reading fic. And he's uh, seeing dicks. Uh, dicks. And he's. And how mm. archive is on hold. No. Oh, 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 okay. Uh, Mama don't know daddy's reading fix where they're crashing lips and then they do things unholy. <laughs> That's our new theme. I'm Grace. I'm Claire. <laughs> Were you ready to go? <laughs> we didn't riff for nearly as long. It was only like a minute. <laughs> riff, 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 riff. riff. <laughs> it makes me want to like, um, uh, you know, like in drag shows when they're like pose, pose, pose. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I don't. But, <laughs> but I don't know how to, We can't. But we I don't can't know vogue. how to. Yeah, I don't know how to like vogue a riff where it's like riff. riff yeah, we can't riff, beatbox. Riff. We can't vocally riff. It's uh, we're very limited. <laughs> All right, where we are, what are we doing, what's been happening? What are we doing? I have no guesses. Based on the drink and based on um, Soulmate Marks, I have uh, zero inclination. Also, the title that you gave me is completely unhelpful. So, I'm going in blind. I'm going in blind. I'm I'm going in blind. (laughs) Mama don't know she's going blind. (laughs) That's bad. That's Uh, weird. I'm I'm still on cold medication, so... (laughs) Um, so I dove into soulmate marks and yeah. there were a lot of interesting things. I feel like this um, is something you've like explored on your I, own time. Yeah. I love, a, I love a good soulmate. Have a good mark. idea of the culture. Uh, a friend once sent me a TikTok that was like, uh, mm. what it says about you if you like soulmate mark <laughs> and like, and it's like the, you know, like a therapy analysis of it and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. what it meant was like something like, oh, you, you want a controllable universe where like there's a guarantee that the person who loves you loves mm. you and they can't ever possibly leave you because like yeah. you're destined for each other. No, I, I see that for you. I but see yeah. why it's appealing. Yeah. No. <laughs> As so, a concept. Um, how did I get here? How did I get here? Mm. Um, let me say let me say that when I was searching for this, I was in the early phases of uh, slip sliding into my cold. Ah, so some of these wonderful these memories are lost to time. And I started reading this and I was like, this is this is some good shit. All and right. then I was like, is that because I don't know what's up? And I was like, that can't possibly be. Because I'm be half right. asleep or is it actually good? And I was like, no, this feels good. It feels like I'm watching an episode of this. Uh, show, and that will bring us to our fandom, which is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, okay. Something I keep meaning to watch more of. I've seen a couple yeah. episodes, and I'm like, yeah, this humor is very funny. Yes. <laughs> I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. This is a Jake Peralta, Amy Santiago fic, which okay. those are like the main... Adam Sandler and... Not Adam Sandler. Oh, my God. What's his name? His name Adam? No, Andy no, Sandler. And, yeah, okay, I no, was, uh, that's very close sounding. I'm it's not, very, it's, no, it's not. It's just like the hard part was, again, my brain doesn't work fast like, enough wait. that I was like, I, I don't know how to correct you. Andy <laughs> Yes. Who's the And female? Melissa Fermaro? How do I say mm-hmm. her last name? Melissa is now start is now in a new show that I think is coming out soon. It's like the blockbuster show. I don't know if you've seen the ads for those yet. Mm. Anyway, um, just very quickly for those who don't know, uh, this is a police comedy uh, show, and so they're just like mostly up to hijinks. Most of the things are like not about solving crimes. Like yeah, they, it's kind of like silly. It's not yeah. quite. Parks and Rec The Office. It's not like a mockumentary, but it's kind of got that energy of like, it's it's by people who did SNL stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of yeah. wacky. So they're like, like most of the things that are like funny about the show, you like Bob's Burgers. Like most of the things that are funny about Brooklyn Nine-Nine are like more like the antics. Like they have yeah. really funny Halloween episodes mm. because mm-hmm. every Halloween they do a heist. Yes. And so, um, <laughs> and so it's like, it's more stuff like that. And so it's like more the characters who are funny and they do solve crimes, but it's like not, it's not no, really the, part of no, the No, it's like not the focus <laughs> of the show. It's how they get into the antics. Yeah. Anyway, um, this fic in particular is a soulmate identifying timer. And oh, so they I love ha- timer. Yes. Okay. And so this the is the classic soulmate mark that got me into a movie. <laughs> yes. But I, I remember reading a couple and then like this one really grabbed me. Mm. Um, and then this one in particular, what really drew me in is that Amy's timer hits zero, except it's in the middle of a hostage crisis. Oh, no. So she doesn't actually see who her soulmate is. (laughs) 
that, and then it's just oh no so this is like a, there's too many sounds going on yeah, do too, we have to explain time or does it do it in the thick um it's a great movie came out in yeah probably like 2012 yeah uh, i'll say it, it doesn't exactly explain it so just very high level um everyone in this alternate universe can get a timer implanted into their like wrist it's like a smartwatch kinda. yeah and it's uh like it's an optional thing you get it implanted and then when you and your soulmate are both wearing it then there is a countdown until you guys like meet eyes for the first time mm-hmm. so like at midnight I think it was like midnight that day. Oh yeah, it's like day. midnight of the day also. Yeah. So. And then you just like go through the whole day being like, is it you? Who is it? Is it you? Is it? And then is all it? of a sudden your eyes will meet and then both of your time will like beep, 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 beep. In this one, I think the intention was the timer counts down to the exact like minute. Hmm. Um, oh, okay. Like when you meet them. Um, and so Amy's timer hits zero, except it happens in the middle of a huge hostage situation involving 14 civilians, eight criminals, multiple police precincts, a SWAT team, four firefighters, and two paramedics. Mm. And then we like will time jump into the future right. where she's kind of just like, that's oh, well, fine and, that I don't know the, who it is. Um, it's probably not someone you already know. Yeah. So you can like narrow down some of the people. It's not like it could be literally anybody in this room. It's only the people I have not met before this day, which is like Correct. the paramedics and the hostages. Correct. It's not Correct. like my fellow police precinct. Correct. 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 Which is nice because that would be annoying. But yes. So that's our fic. It's yes. called um, You Can't Miss It, They Said, from Start of a Moment. Um, and I did get in touch with uh Eric. Ooh, this smells strong. Sorry. I, I promise there's not that much in there. But it's just because uh, it's like hot amaretto. It's no, like yeah. really hitting no. and, and vodka, I think is But yeah, so I had gotten I had got in touch with the author. They did give us permission to read the fic and I will introduce our drink because yeah, it's um because it's hot, so it's, it's a hot pungent. Because it's a hot chocolate. So <laughs> yes. we, so he, let me explain hmm. why we're getting here. Hot uh oh like the hot is a cop phrase like this is a hot oh like a hot beat or something yeah or um that, again back to bob's burgers they would say we're not hot we're cool like yeah, there was a hot yeah, situation yeah, yeah. in that one episode with mickey yeah and so like hot would be like someone who's a hot temper and so you can't mm. control them i don't i assume that's not what you did because you're no. fuming at me <laughs> no i so do i do like reason? i do like the vibes okay <laughs> so it's it's sort of a journey okay. of how we got here so number one i wanted a cocktail that only had four ingredients because it is like a well-known fandom like throughout the show Mm -hmm. we get to know amy santiago's character when she has different amounts of drinks because she is a different person at each level of drunkenness and level four drunken she's correct fun four drink amy is horny amy oh fun oh so you're trying to get me horny (laughs) and four drink amy is also the amy that first hooks up with jake peralta ah oh that's funny so i was like okay i need something that's a four four ingredients we're not gonna drink four drinks no i was like <laughs> no and i was i also like that in a different way but no, i do have to drive I, home <laughs> no exactly and i was like and i'm not gonna put four shots of something in this so and then i was like okay i need something for jake peralta what is jake peralta's favorite drink his favorite drink canonically is something called heart attack soda which his friend With the brand uh, yeah it's not a real thing that exists. Yeah, but I was like, heart attack is either a drink he made up and he called it that, or it's like no, the brand is heart attack. It's a yeah, it's heart attack soda, and what it and he calls it uh, carbonated fudge. Ew. He's like you know got a big sweet tooth, and he like so it's, it's chocolate flavored soda. Yeah. Yes. Is it? What does it look like? I don't know. Do you only see, see it? it. You only see it like once in like you know like a Pepsi kind of bottle. I do like fudge. No right. <laughs> but I know. And okay, man, I didn't. Glad no, it's not real. This. So I was like, I need a four ingredient. Thank you for not making this like chocolate. a tonic hot chocolate. <laughs> so I was like, I need a four ingredient hot, <laughs> hot cho- chocolate. I was like, I need a four ingredient chocolate cocktail. What do you got? Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, kind of coming through the, the, these different ones. Um, and then this was uh, the recipe I found on recipes.net. So milk hot chocolate. It's called a Moscow hot chocolate. Oh, so um, okay. It is one ounce of vanilla flavored vodka, mm. three fourths of an ounce amaretto, a tablespoon of hot chocolate mix, instant, mm-hmm. and four ounces of hot milk. And then okay. you mix it all together, and that mm. brings us to this. I really want to smell the vanilla, but something about amaretto is so strong to mm-hmm. my senses. Yep, and it's a me thing, but. <laughs> No, I can smell a amaretto. I can't even smell the chocolate. Okay, let me smell. Okay, it does not taste nearly as strong as it smells. So no, it's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's got um, like the amaretto is there. It's interesting because since the amaretto Ooh, is I got a little more vodka that time. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, it's like it kind of 
Each sip is different. (laughs) A journey. I haven't had a ton of hot cocktails, so it's interesting. Mm. Or that's not like a hot toddy or yeah, yeah, hot. Well, especially with um, I want to say yeah, like I made like a hot chocolate with like peppermint schnapps or something, and Mm -hmm. the the smell of hot liquor is not great. Yeah, (laughs) like it's not a great smell, but it does taste like the. I usually don't like amaretto, but like it really does mix well with the with the vodka and the chocolate. This is pretty good. But yeah, so I'm liking it. And I didn't put any whipped cream or marshmallows. There are probably ways to like dress this up. Yeah. But I would yeah, enjoy it's this. A, it's not a lot of yeah. drink. But I would enjoy this on um, like a little sleigh ride. Yeah, this like... no, this would be a super cute. Well, especially because like this does not sound like it's a cozy fic. It sounds like it's a pretty hectic fic. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like kind of a, a good counter to that. No. <laughs> We're going to read about a chaotic yeah. scene. No, so um, so when I saw this, I was like, I, I want to try this drink. Um, as much as I do like peppermint hot chocolates, I want to explore other hot chocolate profile flavors. And uh, mm-hmm. here we are. So uh, you can't miss it, they said, from start of a moment. Chapter one. There are four chapters. Amy stares at her timer in disbelief. A row of black zeros shine on her wrist, unmoving. For over 20 years, she had been used to seeing the numbers change with each passing second. It's jarring seeing them completely still for once, and she has a heavy, hollow feeling in the pit of her stomach, knowing she missed the exact moment her timer stopped ticking. She missed her soulmate. She missed her moment. And it was entirely her fault, but also not really. She had been tossing and turning the night before, glancing at her timer every Mm -hmm. now and then to double, triple, quadruple check that she was, in fact, going to see her soulmate for the first time in less than 24 hours. Oh, um, just for for your reference, Mm -hmm. Amy is like the most type A person that exists. She gets excited about office supplies. Like just sounds like a dream for a type A person, though, because like there's that uh, like the existential question of like, would you want to know when you die? Yeah. Like, would you want to know when you meet your soulmate? Because. In my head, I was like, wow, 20 years is how long she'd had it, right? That's enough time that you would like go through the cycle of like acceptance of like it will happen in 20 years. And so I don't have to make that. It's already checked off my checklist. I can move it to the back of my brain. Right. And then just like finding this like weird inner peace. But then you'd probably like cycle through a couple more times because it's so long. And I will say in this version of the timer universe, it sounds like everyone has their timer because she's like 20 when this like hostage thing happens. Mm. So it's not like in the timer movie where like you can't get it until you're like 15 or whatever. Oh, so she's had it her whole life. So she's had, it sounds like she's had it her whole life. Interesting. Um, and I don't like that as much. <laughs> I agree. It's, <laughs> it's babies. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> They make you weird lolling eye contact. Yeah. Like, beep, beep, beep. Ah, shit. Yeah, you can't, you can't think of it like that. Nah, um, no, this is, it. yeah, this is more like um, from the context of the rest of the fic. It sounds like she's had it her whole life. Ah. The timer goes off at the exact minute your eyes touch. Yeah. Instead of your, your gaze is touch. Your eyes touch. Ooh, butterfly kiss. Too tough. Too, too much. Too much. No, 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 no. Um, no. So, it's, so it's a little different than the timer movie, but just like for context. Similar setup. She was lucky enough to have the day off and was planning on visiting the Met. While studying art history in college, she often imagined meeting the man of her dreams in the modern and contemporary art section. She you can't had, make it. You can't force it. You can't force it. <laughs> you can't do that. Right. She Ugh. had barely made it through the Greek and Roman art gallery when she got the call. The NYPD was looking at a major hostage situation and all officers across several precincts were being called in. She ran out of the museum with adrenaline pumping through her veins, unaware that her timer had started counting down the final hour. Looking back and trying to do the math, she couldn't pinpoint when and where she would have seen her soulmate. When she first arrived at the scene, she found a a crazy mess of people ranging from cops uh, waiting for direct orders to paramedics preparing equipment to passerbys trying to find out what was going on. Things didn't get any less crazy when the hostages were finally released and the perps were being brought out in handcuffs and... Oh, God. Oh, no. Is it one of the perps? (laughs) Oh, God. Was her soulmate a a criminal? (laughs) Incredible. Incredible. I love it. (laughs) She takes a deep breath and considers her options. If she tried hard enough, maybe she could make a list of everyone at the scene and contact (laughs) every person one by one. (laughs) And then maybe she could ask if their timers hit zero recently. And if it turns out that none of the officers... Just go quick look at everybody's wrists. Right. There can't be... There probably isn't two people whose timer has gone off today. (laughs) Right. And then maybe she could ask if their timers hit zero recently. And if it turns out that none of the officers or civilians is her soulmate, and then she would have to try visiting the hostage takers. Mm. And if any of them were her soulmate, then maybe she could help them work out a plea deal. (laughs) And yeah, no. That's a lot of work, man. She sighs and figures that it makes sense she would miss her moment while on the job. Maybe her career is her soulmate. That's probably it. 
uh-huh that's the logical that's the logical <laughs> i made eye contact with the rest of my life as a police officer somehow like, what if you were like uh, looked in the mirror and you were like and you that. were and you were like oh wow i'm hot beep beep beep, beep well or beep, even beep, i was beep. like thinking um like in like in a conceptual way like if you're around a bunch of people and nobody else's timer goes off like that I guess you could like deduce that you are your own soulmate, but it'd be way funnier if you were like looking in the mirror and you were like, wow, I am my own soulmate or like I am like ace or like something. And yeah. like just that's you where saw we're yourself. at. Yeah. You, you're like, I see myself for, for the who first I truly time am. as my soulmate. And then <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Or what about those you like reach nirvana and your timer goes out. Or about those people who are like in love with the Eiffel Tower. You like. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're like, look, and you're like, oh. and you're like, but then people are like, are you sure it wasn't just someone like laying out on the grass? You're like, no. It was the Eiffel Tower. They're like, there was a lot of people there, though. A lot of people there around the Eiffel Tower. Oh, my God. Or I was thinking if we're really going to go full, um, I think I mentioned last episode, like the the boy band AUs where it's like, I don't care about Harry Styles. You're Harry Styles at a Harry Styles concert and your timer goes off and you're like, well, f- fuck, there's so many people here. Now what? <laughs> One of them, <laughs> their timer also goes off. Be like, who? What? Where? The reality of missing her soulmate gets easier to deal with over time. She keeps a band over her stopped timer and goes months without giving it a second thought. Nobody even asks about it. Buddy, did you not have time to talk to people? Isn't that kind of your job is to like talk to the, the hostages and right. coordinate with their medics? Right. You don't even look at their wrists? No. Babe. No. <laughs> I mean, I as a single woman, I'm aware of like when everyone is wearing rings. Uh, yeah. Like in the same way you would look at a wedding ring. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'd exactly. be like, oh, oh no. Nope. You'd kind of be glancing at everybody's timers like mm-hmm. in case you didn't make eye contact that day, but you like have seen them oh, around. Yeah. I would be like, all over that. Oh my God. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, stretch, look to see. Be like, really off from my time. Okay. Let's be leave. like, oh, five years. Wow. Or it's at zero already. Yeah, also like, not me. <laughs> Everyone just assumes that all singletons are still waiting to meet their soulmates. Years after she's transferred to the 9-9 is where she has her first actual conversation about timers, soulmates, and moments. The squad is all in the break room, celebrating Charles having met Guinevere. I was looking at my timer. There was only three and a half minutes on the clock when I got totally sidetracked by the barbecued pork intestines she was having. He's like a big foodie, but like... Like, like, like into weird, foods. like into just into the more um, trying new foods. Yeah, into <laughs> like exploring his palate, into more obscure, harder to obtain, mm-hmm. um, non-traditional cuts and all of that. We were well into our discussion on the multiple ways to cook paella when we mm. both realized our timers had hit zero. Charles recounts happily, showing off a selfie of him, Guinevere, and a container of interesting-looking grilled meats. Man, Charles, I'm so happy for you. I've still got 482 days, 4 hours, 9 minutes, and 27 seconds until I meet my Mr. or Miss Wright. <laughs> Gina draws, looking wistfully at her own timer. I remember when I, saw, when I first saw Sharon. Our moment happened at a farmer's market, Terry says, <laughs> between spoonfuls of mango yogurt. It's why Terry loves farmer's markets. <laughs> Amy's heart is pounding in her chest. She can barely hear Scully talking about his moment. How does she even begin to explain she doesn't know who her soulmate is, even if her timer stopped ages ago? They're obviously expecting her. So sad. They're obviously expecting her to say something, since everyone is sharing their own experiences. Should she lie? Should she say she hasn't met him yet? Is anyone going to ask to see her wrist? That would be yeah, like yeah. Again, like back to that. Like I would just be curious for everybody, right? Wow. Oh, your timer's at zero. Tell me about them, right? Anytime there was a lull in a conversation, and be like, "What's the time?" I I I looked at them and then ran away. Be like, I know who Let it, it is. Let it come to fruition. Be like, I know who it is, but I haven't pursued. I don't know why. Or because, like, that honestly makes way more sense than saying I do not know. Right. Like that seems so impossible. <laughs> she was busy. It's she her was doing career. so many things. Right. I know. She's halfway to a panic attack when her thoughts are interrupted by Jake chuckling to himself across the table. With much prompting from Charles, Jake explains that his moment his moment story isn't very fun. My timer had zero out this freaking hostage sitch nine years ago. There we go. Never- nine years? Yes. Oh, my God. I, did, I thought it had been like a couple of months. No. Nine years? Yeah. You didn't even like try? No. You're avoiding some. This is this is some therapy stuff. You got to talk about this in therapy. No. Yeah. They def- he definitely needs therapy. All uh, of them. Both all, of them. Correct. Jesus Christ. Never met my soulmate, but I bet she's probably out there doing awesome things. Or maybe she's in jail. You never know. <laughs> Chapter oh two. <laughs> that. 
<laughs> just not going to address it. <laughs> not yet. Chapter two. Rosa tries to call his bluff. Aren't timers there so you know exactly when to watch out for your soulmate? I don't buy it, Jake. Destiny doesn't screw people over like that. Well, Destiny sir, sure screwed me over, Jake mutters, pushing up his jacket sleeve to reveal a timer stopped at zero, 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 zero. The room is quiet for a moment as everyone stares at his wrist in various states of shock. Amy's entire world has turned upside down. Her heart is racing. Her palms are sweating. She's sick to her stomach. And <laughs> mother of God, Jake Peralta is her soulmate. Ha. I didn't realize how far before the show we were at the hostage situation. Yeah. So that makes sense. But right. that's really funny. She stands up quickly and nearly shouts, I, I, I have to use the bathroom. Everyone turns away from Jake to watch her run out of the room. Uh, Santiago looked kind of pale there. Do you think we should go check on her? Jake asks, hoping to change the topic and not draw further attention to his doomed relationship status. She probably just ate something nasty, Charles muses. I've been telling her to triple wash her salad greens, especially the prepackaged ones. Now see what she's done to herself. I bet it was the arugula. <laughs> Gina clears her throat loudly. Okay, but can we get back to discussing why I was never informed about this? Jake, you know... I'm an even better detective than all of you plebeians here put together. She's like, like truly, like she's like the like secretary for like they, because the, both of them were working for the police precinct at this uh, event. Yes, but for different precincts, right? Which I assume because I hadn't met before. Yes. Um. Yeah. It's there's a finite amount of people that were there. Yes. And most of them were probably on record because yes. it was a crime scene. Correct. Like. You're you see, guys, you're, you're seeing into the future, Grace. Don't you worry. Don't okay. you worry. I could have found your missing soulmate forever and a day ago. That's it, Charles exclaims, standing up. Jakey, we're going to help you find your soulmate. Oh, Charles, there were like a hundred people there that day, Jake sighs. It's no use. Just let me die alone like the tragically handsome lone wolf I am. No, Jake, everyone needs their soulmate. I've only known Guinevere for, uh, Genevieve for a day, and already I'm feeling happier, stronger, wiser, and overall more amazing. I was going to say, you kept saying Guinevere, and I was like, that is a hilarious name, but I don't know if that's right. <laughs> Guinevere or Genevieve? It's, or both. It's, um, I think it's Guinevere. It's not Guinevere. It's Guinevere. Could be Guinevere. I do not know. I have not seen this show. <laughs> and my brain is mush, so all things are possible. Uh, what's a hundred people to the nine-nine? You have to let us help you find your soulmate, Charles pleads before gra uh, gasping, then beaming. Jake, finding your soulmate makes you feel like the hero in, di in the Die Hard movie. Jake's favorite movie is Die Hard, um, and so he just I wants every reference. Yep, <laughs> yep. Jake jumps up at that. Finding my soulmate will turn me into John McClane. Why didn't you say so earlier? How do we do this soulmate finding thing? Is there like a Find My Soulmate app? Should I try seeing if Yahoo Answers has anything to say about this? Yeah, at least use the internet at all. Like. Right. <laughs> Gina grabs her phone and starts scrolling through her contacts. Did you say the hostage situation happened nine years ago? I could try and tap into the HNAA to get a full list of people at the scene. Meet me in the briefing room in like 20 minutes and we'll figure out how to make this search our bitch. Rosa, Terry, you in? Rosa, Rosa shrugs and nods. This is better than processing paperwork from yesterday. They're going to be so mad at her if they put any work into this and she's just sitting there like twiddling her thumbs like, oh, I don't know. Right. This is better than processing paperwork from yesterday's B&E case. I'm in. I don't know. Captain Holt put me in charge for the day while he's out having meetings at one police plaza. Terry's all about being productive, but Terry also loves a good soulmate story. He stops to think. All right, I'm in. Gina, aren't you going to ask if we're on board with this? Hitchcock points to himself and Scully. Also, does anyone know if Amy's going to eat the rest of her salad? Mm -hmm. Scully asks, already digging his fork into her lunch. The croutons are my favorite part of salads, and she's left a ton. Uh, how about we put you two on caffeine duty, Terry suggests. Twenty minutes later, Gina is standing at the front of the briefing room with several sheets of paper in her hand. The whiteboard is covered in words, numbers, and arrows. Hitchcock and Scully are passing out ste uh, steaming cup mugs of coffee. Amy is still nowhere to be seen. Listen up, people, Gina announces. The case involved eight criminals and 14 hostages. <laughs> Officers from three precincts were called to the scene along with a SWAT team, four firefighters, and two paramedics. I'm still waiting to receive the list of cops dispatched from one of the precincts, but I should get that within the next hour. How do we want to divvy this up? I've got addresses and telephone numbers for most of these folks. Yeah, just start calling being like, hey, do you currently have your soulmate? Do you currently have a timer that's counting down? Okay, great. Thank you for your time. Right. Yes <laughs> or no. Them off the list. Exactly. Except the perps, who are all still in jail. Give me the hostage takers, Jake yells, grabbing the info sheet from with the pictures and names of the perps. The if, hostage takers? Yeah, like the, the criminals. Uh, I was going to say, what a weird way to say the, the criminals. 
first. Yep. If there, I would fair. You got to knock them out first, right? <laughs> just to be safe. If my soulmate turns out to be a criminal mastermind, I want to be the first to know. Yeah. Same. I'll take the civilians, firefighters, and paramedics. Charles says, reaching for his set of sheets. Don't worry, Jakey. We'll find your soulmate. Terry and Rosa each get a list of officers from one precinct and divide the members of the SWAT team among themselves. Jake is set to receive details regarding the last precinct once those are in. All right, everyone. You know what to do, Gina says, looking at each member of the squad. Gee, this would probably be a lot easier if we only focused on the ladies. But if I know Jake, which I do, Mm -hmm, any mm -hmm, of these mm -hmm. people could be his soulmate. Yeah. Contact every single person, y'all. Gotta be safe. With that, they're rushing out to their desks, gearing up and setting off on one of their biggest search missions to date. In the evidence lockup, Amy is crouched in a corner, hyperventilating, spiraling, and trying to get a handle on herself. Mm -hmm. How is it that Jake is her soulmate? Jake, who has close to zero respect for authority. Jake, who might honestly be the worst secondary in the unit. Jake, who has terrible handwriting and and 70% of the time produces paperwork riddled with spelling and grammatical errors. Jake, who never uses proper punctuation when texting. Jake, who makes the most infuriating tile of your sex tape jokes that totally push the boundaries of workplace appropriateness. (laughs) Are you familiar with that joke? Uh, I assume it's like, uh, like in bed at the end of a sentence. Yeah, or like you or say something as he's like, yeah, or it's like your sex tape. Yeah, or it's like a band name. Call it so people will be like, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. World. I've done that. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be like, all right, trying to get these two men into one small space, and he'll be like, title of your sex tape. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, Jake who eats sugary cereal and orange soda for breakfast. Yeah, Jake who memorizes yeah. her usual order at every coffee shop and restaurant within a three mile radius of the precinct. Jake, who always knows how to make her laugh. Mm -hmm. Jake, who she's somehow always in sync with. Jake, who she's been strangely drawn to since her first day at the 9-9. Jake, her partner. Jake, her best friend. Oh, shit. The more she thinks about it, the more it all makes sense. She stands up slowly, a smile creeping on her face. Jake is her soulmate. You gotta tell him. She runs, right. (laughs) Yeah, tell him. Like right now. (laughs) Right. She runs out of the room only to find an almost empty bullpen. She briefly considers waking Hitchcock and Scully up from their post-lunch naps to ask where everyone went, but figures they're they're doing your job, man. Yeah. They're all just (laughs) out working on cases. Right. She looks at Jake's empty desk, grins nervously, then pulls out her phone. She thinks about texting or calling him, but decides to wait until he gets back to talk to him about it. No, do it now. <laughs> He's talking to criminals. Right. If they're soulmate. Right. He's in a bind. <laughs> he might not never come back. Always tell someone if they're your soulmate. It just will save time, just in case they're out on a hunt. If you wanted to level up the situation, like, more, somehow, four people all saw their soulmate that day. And so you have to, like, figure out who belongs with who. Because, <laughs> like... That would be really funny. That would also be To be, be really like, funny. these two criminals also are supposed to be in love. <laughs> or like a criminal and a hostage. Right. So and you're like, oh no, this is really throwing a wrench in my plan. And, the, and then the criminal is like, no, we're soulmates. And that's why you have to get me out of jail. Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah. They start like manipulating <laughs> to be like, they actually found their soulmate and they know it, but they're like, oh, okay, this could be a great opportunity for me to, to fuck with this guy. <laughs> right. Get out of jail. Or the other part, it's not like your timer has like days since you've met your soulmate yeah so anyone who are going backwards so anyone who has a zero oh it could have been yes yeah (gasps) true because like that would be fun because you could have hit zero like today but be like it's been like that for five years oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. so you never know she waited over 20 years for her timer to hit zero and then another nine years after to find out he was her soulmate she can wait an extra few hours for their moment chapter three rosa pauses in the hallway taking a moment to check her list of names She's down to the last member of the 9-5 present at the fateful scene years ago. Mm. The rest of the former SWAT team members and cops she interviewed earlier in the day either had yet to find their soulmates, as evidenced by the non-zero numbers on their wrists, or were already living in destined soulmate bliss with stopped timers, sappy love stories, and disgustingly happy photos to prove it. She gives the door three firm knocks and waits, hoping Detective Lee is home for his day off instead of on vacation. She does have the option of calling him, but prefers to talk and examine his timer in person. She's no Amy Santiago when it comes to thoroughness, but she's no Norm Scully either. A moment later, a balding man in his 50s gets uh, gets the door. The image of this person and Jake being soulmates almost makes her laugh out loud. <laughs> Get check. The wedding band on Detective Lee's finger tells Rosa what she needs to know, but she continues anyway. <laughs> She's promised Jake she would leave no stone unturned. 
Detectively, I'm Rosa Diaz with the 9-9, she says, flashing her badge quickly. We're conducting a brief investigation, and I'm only going to need a few minutes of your time to ask you some questions. First off, have you met your soulmate? The man's eyes widen in what seems to be panic, and he laughs nervously. Of course I've met my soulmate. Would you like to meet her now? Tana! Hey, Tana! That won't be necessary, sir. I just need to see your wrist. <laughs> He's like excited to show her off. Right? T- Cute. Detective uh, He's like... Not, as you will see. Oh, Detective well, Lee right. started to be like, that won't be necessary, sir. I just need to see your wrist. I mean, he does want to show her off, but like <laughs> to be like, look, I'm so happily with my soulmate. But he's not. <gasps> Detective Lee started to sweat. Uh, I injure my wrist frequently, so I keep it bandaged up all the time. Oh, no. It's, <gasps> it's all a pain in the ass to remove and put back. I'll he take married an- someone knowing it wasn't a soulmate? Yes. Ooh, you'll, take an- you'll take another cop for... Wait, so... He keeps a bandage on his wrist to hide his timer. Yep, from his wife. Since, yeah, since he got married. Mm-hmm. Ew. Or since he met this girl, oh, Tina. And was like, I don't have a timer. My wrist is just broken. <laughs> yep, I am. it's always broken. Ha, huh, don't love that. I don't am, love that. Yeah, you'll take another cop for his word, won't you, Detective Diaz? Mm-hmm. Rosa's patience is wearing thin. She just wants to get her part of the search over with and go help out Terry or Charles if they aren't done yet. She's 99% sure Jake would not want direct assistance with his interviews. Sir, I swear I'll be careful and help you rewrap this, she says, unraveling the bandage and tape. The last of the wrap falls, revealing a ticking timer, just as Mr. Lee's wife makes it to the door. Oh, shit. Now we're just fucking up other people's marriages. Uh Uh-huh. All of three seconds pass before (gasps) there's a very loud, very angry yelling not entirely sure what to do. Rosa, oh, I thought his timer no. was going to go off looking at her. Oh, no. Oh, I was God. like, oh, God. Which, like, they probably already met before. Maybe not, though. Like, that, mm, what that a ride. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I really thought that's where we were going. <laughs> oh, God. Never no. mind. <laughs> not entirely sure what to do. Rosa blurts out an apology, then dashes back to the stairwell. Your wife should have maybe asked. Okay, question. Yes. <laughs> okay, so this is assuming that the wife Tina's timer has hit zero. Or she doesn't have one. Or that she doesn't Which have one. Which I don't know what the rules are in this universe. That's it true. It could be either. So that's like, so that, again, maybe that's the question. It's like, so she married him, maybe also not being 100% sure he was, mm-hmm. but then he has clearly lied to her that she was. He continues to keep lying to her. Yeah. Uh, which is bad. Or it's like, here's my question to you. In the timer universe, mm-hmm. could one person, can you have a one-way soulmate? Ooh, I assume no, because then you're not mates. Right. Your soul, you're just in love. You're just a person. <laughs> you're, you can't be an unrequited soulmate. That's not how mates work. Right. <laughs> it's mate implies two people. I could see there be being an interesting like three-way soulmate or four-way soulmate. Like back to my sure, back yeah. to my previous possibility of like four people all looked at each other. Yeah. And so we have to figure out who's who. And then it turns out they're just like a polyamorous like a square. Right. <laughs> and like that would be really funny. I feel like you can't. No, like you can't have ever kind of soulmates. That just ruins the whole point. Right. That's the whole, right. And uh, it's like and I guess to me, I would be like if I had a timer and it said it was like like I wouldn't meet my soulmate until I was like 65. Mm. I'd feel like. I wouldn't want that to stop me from having other relationships. Yeah. yeah, totally. So, but then you just, I feel like you just have to be honest with those other people to be like. Yeah. Well, and they also probably yeah. wouldn't. Ooh, but like, okay. But like an interesting dynamic could be like, let's say it's you and you're not going to meet your soulmate for 40 years and you two fall in love, but their soulmate is coming up sooner. Oh. So they have to decide if they want to stick with you knowing that you're going to be alone and they love you. Yeah. But they have a soulmate like around the corner. Yeah. They're like, my soulmate. That would be an interesting play. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Anyway. So I'm not entirely sure what to do. Rosa blurts out an apology, then dashes back to the stairwell. A few minutes later, in the peace and quiet of her car, she calls Gina with an update on her progress. Gina's back at the 9-9, having locked herself in the records room so she could dig through old files and contact members of the HNAA. She's really taken this fine Jake soulmate operation to heart, and she does not want to miss a single person. Her reputation as ultimate non-detective detective, divine queen of all things good, and Jake's number one best friend is on the line. <laughs> Since neither Terry nor Torrells is finished, Rosa starts heading over to the 7-4 for Jake's sake. She hopes the Sarge has had more luck and less crazies. Terry is sitting in one of the interrogation rooms of Jake's old precinct, conducting his last interview. None of the SWAT team turned out to be Jake's soulmate, and unsurprisingly, no one at the 7-4 is his soulmate either. Terry pointed out earlier that they could probably skip questioning everyone at the precinct, but Gina was adamant about checking everyone, just in case. Fair. 
When Rosa walks in, the Sarge and a middle-aged female detective are sharing a pint of ice cream, crying and flipping through a photo album. There's what? There's a growing pile of tissues and candy wrappers on the table. And this is when Mr. Gonzalez and I got married. <laughs> Manolo wrote his vows himself, and they were so beautiful. Would you like to hear them? I think I have a copy of them here somewhere, Detective Gonzalez says, reaching for her wallet. Rosa's still standing at the entrance of the room, apparently unnoticed for the last few minutes. No, we do not want to hear them. Sarge, if you're done, we have to go help Boyle. Terry looks at her, exasperated. Come on, Rosa. We all knew Jake's soulmate wasn't going to be here, but I came anyway. Hmm. At least let me hear Mr. Gonzalez's vows. Terry loves love. (laughs) Rosa rolls her eyes, pulls up a chair, and picks up one of the plastic spoons. All right, but give me some of that ice cream. At the fire department, Rosa and Terry are surprised to find out that Charles still has five people on his list. What the hell, Boyle? Terry and I both had more people to interview, and we still managed to finish before you. We even took 20 extra minutes to listen to Detective Gonzalez talk about the birth of her children. Rosa says angrily, waving the info sheet in his face. Terry jumps into sergeant mode, trying to defuse the situation. Now, Rosa, I'm sure there's a very logical explanation for this. And there is, Sarge. Thank you. Charles smirks toward Rosa. As you'll see with this next firefighter, I've been asking each person a series of carefully crafted questions to decipher A, their compatibility with Jake, and Mm. most importantly, B, whether they are truly worthy of being Jake's soulmate. You gotta start with, do you already have a soulmate? What what are you doing here, buddy? (laughs) You don't need to check him. (laughs) Correct. Correct. Were you there that day? He has no. Uh no. Okay. Do you ever need a soulmate? Do you... Are you going to get a soulmate in the future still? Okay, great. (laughs) Nope, he is uh, completely forgotten. Oh, buddy. (laughs) Rose is fuming, and Terry has to practically hold her back while Charles calls over the next person. First question, ma'am. What are your thoughts on Die Hard? And a follow-up question to that. Would you classify Jake Peralta as a McLean or a Gruber? And the firefighter looks un- the firefighter looks understandably confused. Yes. I mean, I saw Die Hard a while back with my dad, and I guess I liked it. Who is Jake Peralta, though? Charles clicks his tongue, flips open his notepad, and jots something down. Okay, moving on. If you and Jake were at a restaurant, which of the following would you order for him? <laughs> I still don't know who Jake is. I don't know. Coho salmon, chicken fingers, a fresh salad, or none of the above because Jake Peralta is his own person and can order for himself. Both the chicken fingers and D. Correct. <laughs> Terry Terry chooses this moment to pick up Charles, throw him over his shoulders, and drive him straight back to the precinct. Yes. Rosa finishes questioning the rest of the people on Charles' list. Jake is tired. He's not surprised that they haven't found his soulmate, but he is somewhat disappointed. He wasn't even that disappointed when he realized he missed his moment nine years ago. Having a terrible father, who happened to be his mom's soulmate, but was still very much so absent, kind of took the glory out of the whole destined loved thing. Ugh, fair. But but he's disappointed now. I'll say your soulmate might be... Trash. Yeah, what if your soulmate sucks? That's like you see them and the timer goes off, but like you're not really meant to like be together for like 10 more years yeah. or something, like until your lives kind of fit together. That yeah. would suck. You'll be soulmates when like he's gone to therapy and like done some internal work. But he's disappointed now. Charles had really convinced him that finding his soulmate would change his life. It wasn't just the John McLean talk, it was seeing how happy Charles had become after meeting Genevieve. Jake didn't exactly consider himself an unhappy guy. Heck, He was probably the happiest person he knew. But if there was a new joy he could discover with meeting one special person, he was all in. He had heard the news from Gina while driving home from the 8-8. He was bummed, and slightly relieved, when his soulmate did not turn out to be a prisoner. More bummed when his soulmate wasn't at the 8-8, and absolutely crushed when he heard no one else had found his soulmate. Sad. By the time they had all regrouped, it was late. The bullpen you gotta is, tell a band, like, no, right. they're just running around. They wasted a whole day on this bullshit. Yeah. The bullpen is empty. Scully and Hitchcock had l- left two thermoses of coffee in the kitchen and had gone in search of New York's best giant cannoli. Hmm? Amy had already clocked out and gone home for the day. Jake looks down, pausing a moment to take a deep breath before looking back up with a small grin on his face. His smile doesn't quite reach his eyes, but no one blames him. Well... That was a valiant effort, squad. I think we can all sleep well tonight knowing that my soulmate was probably the 79-year-old woman taking us hostage years ago. <laughs> I heard she died a couple... <laughs> I heard she died months ago in a knitting-related accident. That would be so sad to be like, wow, I've waited nine years to find my soulmate and now they've died? Oh my god. Right. I heard she died months ago in a knitting-related accident. I uh, do not know the story there and not sure I want to know. May she rest in peace, my one true love. Oh, my God. 
They all chuckle half-heartedly, offering Jake sad but encouraging smiles, then begin packing their things. Terry pats Jake's shoulder on his way out. I'm here if you ever want to talk, man. Same, Rosa says, punching his arm lightly, except with more drinking and less talking. Before Jake can react to either of them, Charles throws his arms around him. Ten minute hug! (laughs) (laughs) So long! (laughs) That's how Charles is as a person. Uh, Gina pushes Charles away after a couple seconds and shoots him towards the elevator. Despite the failed mission, Jake knows he owes Gina the world for spearheading the search. He's happy knowing they did all they could do. Thank you, he says quietly, pulling her into an embrace. If she could see his face at that moment, she recognized it as the look he gave her after she listened to him cry for four hours post-Roger's departure. Gina hugs contentedly, pulling away. Don't thank me yet. Jake is confused as he watches her grab a folder from her desk drawer. Chin up, Cinderella. Your fairy godmother has one more thing up her sleeve. Oh, no. She hands over the file. There was one more officer at the Uh, 8-8 who was at the scene nine years ago. I knew it. I didn't give you her details at first because I didn't think it was possible Mm -hmm. you could be soulmates. Mm -hmm. You should probably go find her, Mm -hmm. unless you're okay with with having a dead grandma as your true love. (laughs) Then maybe just accept that. Jake Hart starts to raise and his hands are shaking as he flips the folder open. He's met with a photo of a familiar face. She looks a smidge younger, but it's (laughs) unmistakably her. Her phone number and address are listed, though. Unnecessary. Yeah. He's already got her on speed dial and could probably walk to her apartment in his sleep. It starts out as a question in his head, but later comes out as a statement because he understands. Because he knows. It's Amy. Next chapter. Cute. Chapter four. I do love this as like a potential for like a dramatic romantic gesture just to be like, like throw down your sleeve and be like, it's in me. (laughs) I'm your soulmate. I'm your soulmate. It was me the whole time. Hey, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. I don't know what that song is. (laughs) Oh my God. Taylor Swift, antihero. Oh, okay. Apparently, that's not on any of your TikTok sounds. And uh, I am not on Taylor. I'm only on Gaylor, and I'm not on regular Taylor's that's, TikTok. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> As the only resident Swifty, I accept my doomed duty. fate. It is your duty to tell me what's going on in yeah. the Swifty fandom. Chapter four. Amy's curled up on her couch with a blanket wrapped around her shoulders. A lukewarm, half-finished mug of tea sits on her coffee table, abandoned over half an hour ago. Would have been great if it was hot chocolate. Uh, but like, full fucking just, circle. Just, just say it with hot chocolate. <laughs> a lukewarm, half-finished mug of hot chocolate yes. sits on her coffee <laughs> there table. We go. There we go. <laughs> I get to decide. It's my fic now. Co-authored. No. <laughs> uh, uh, we've co-authored. Well, we have not, but uh, abandoned over half an hour ago. There's a notepad on the seat beside her and a number of crumpled paper balls on the ground. She alternates between clicking her pen every few seconds and tapping it against every nearby surface. She's an idea of five of how to tell Jake we're soulmates list. And she's having a really hard time coming to, t- com- coming to top idea three. Persuade Bruce Willis to come to the precinct dressed, as, dressed up as John McClane <laughs> and have him break the news to Jake before dropping a yippee motherfucker and walking out. She purses her lips and clicks her pen a few more times and draws a straight line through idea three. In hindsight, it's probably a tad impractical. It also makes the moment less about her and Jake and more about Jake and John McClane. It makes it seem sad. And she's fairly <laughs> convinced that Jake would run away with the diehard hero in a heartbeat. Yeah. She would rather not lose her soulmate a second time. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just like recreate the circumstances of the heist. That would be really funny. <laughs> Just to like get get the gang back together, get the criminals <laughs> person to like reenact it to make the to make it yeah, like, easy to be like, wow, when did this go wrong? And then reveal the moment. like this was the moment, Jake. Be like we stared <gasps> across this host- we stared across this heist this this hostage, heist. <laughs> this hostage situation we and locked eyes across this heist. <laughs> be like, where were you standing? And I was here, and you were there. And- Wait a minute. Beep, 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 and beep, then beep. Beep, And then it goes off again. Ah, uh, uh, that'd be amazing. No, it's that's a lot of work though. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> also, he's on his way over, so I know that's not gonna happen. Right. But like, that'd be funny. <laughs> Getting through the entire afternoon with Jake gone was a feat in and of itself. About two hours after her moment of clarity in the evidence lockup, she started getting antsy. She had been racking her brain trying to remember their first actual meeting from nine years ago, and was so distracted that she was getting no work done. She even thought about looking up the case file to see if there was any indication of what Jake was doing on the scene. Yeah, if you can't remember him, that's right? rough. But was promptly thrown out of the records room by Gina. Don't you dare come in here. I'm busy <laughs> helping Jake with this super important case. And your suboptimal presence Golly. is the last thing I need. <laughs> suboptimal presence. Burn. Burn. But 
now that she's struggling to come up with a, with idea number five and also a new, more acceptable idea number three, she's glad Jake was out of the was Why don't out. For you the day. dress up as diehards. Well and be like, Jake, I have some news for you. Right. And then propel out of the building. <laughs> propel out of the building. There's a knock at the door, just as she's weighing the pros and cons of spelling out her message to Jake with powdered donuts. It's 8.47 p.m. and she isn't expecting anyone, so she takes a second to look through the peephole. She lets out a gasp when she sees Jake standing there, carrying a bag full of what seems like groceries. Hmm. More on autopilot than anything, because her brain short-circuited at the sight of her newly discovered soulmate, she opens the door. Amy, he says, a wide grin forming on his face. Oh good, you look much, much better than you did earlier. Can I come in? I brought you stuff. No. He's already walking past her before he c- she can respond. He's unpacking his grocery haul in her kitchen when she finally finds her voice. Jake, what is all of this? Okay, so I got you some clear broth, jello, bananas, applesauce, and yogurt. He lists while pointing to each item. His smile falters a bit when he noticed the confused look on her face. Amy still has no idea what's going on, but she doesn't want to disregard all of his efforts. I see that, but what's this all for? Wait, was Yahoo Answers wrong about things you should eat on an, ups- on an upset stomach? <laughs> I was pretty, I was pretty, because she, yeah, remember she had to oh, run out to the, go to the bathroom. I, I 100% forgot. <laughs> That's really cute in theory. And so did she? I was G? like, is that supposed to be what you give your soul? I was like, oh, he assumes this is going to be bad news. So this is going to be like food that's easy to digest. No. It's Weird a, connection. It's because Amy also uh, forgot that she ran to the bathroom. She said she was sick. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's yeah. fair. Because she went pale, sense. ran to the bathroom, and then no one saw her the oh, rest of the day. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I was pretty sure half these things were what Nana would give me and Gina when we were sick. Cute. So I thought that answer was right. Should I have asked Charles for help? Nah, Charles would probably give you some disgustingly better medicinal herb soup or something. I probably should have asked Terry. Yeah, the Sarge always seems to know what's best for his kids, and she cuts him off before he can continue rambling. Jake, I'm not sick. I don't have an upset stomach. It's his turn to be confused. But earlier, you ran out of the room looking very sick right after I said I had never met my soul. And then it dawns Mm -hmm. on him that she's known since earlier celebration turned pity party. And he can't tell if he should be worried that her first reaction was to retch in the bathroom or if he should laugh because he legitimately spent the entire afternoon asking strangers to show him their timers. (laughs) Amy's not sure what this silence means, and she still doesn't know whether he would prefer a reveal involving turtles and masks. But she does know that Jake is here. And he brought her a bag full of groceries because he thought he, she was too sick to take care of herself. Aww. And he's her soulmate. Aww. All thoughts of numbered... Sorry to taking this duty seriously. Uh, I know. Cute. All thoughts of numbered lists and ranked ideas fly out of the window as she crosses the space between them, yes. reaches up to caress his yes. cheek, and presses her lips to his. Yay. He's wrapping his arms around her and deepening the kiss when they both get a flash of scenes beat cops running into each other and hurriedly apologizing as they go their separate ways to find their commanding officers. Detectives being introduced as partners, colleagues closing a particularly taxing case, friends trying to best each other by the dartboard, (laughs) lovers grinning lazily in bed, newlyweds sharing their first dance, parents waving goodbye as their kid gets on the school bus, grandparents rocking their grandchild to sleep. Wow. There's still an overwhelming feeling of joy, wonder, and love when they pull apart. How did I miss you? Amy asks breathlessly, then laughs, we're terrible detectives, Jake. (laughs) Uh, You're not wrong. (laughs) uh, Did we see the same set of memories? I think we're absolutely amazing cops who were too dedicated to their jobs to stop and realize their timers hit zero. She rolls her eyes and leans in for another kiss, effectively wiping the smirk off his face. Charles is decorating his blue, I'll be your soul pal, cake. (laughs) 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 I'll be your soul pal Rosa is binge watching Gilmore Girls Terry is picking up the twins discarded toys and Gina is choreographing a dance routine when they get the text from Jake thanks for all your help today guys turns out I did meet my soulmate after all smiley face heart the message is followed by a photo of him and Amy cuddling on the couch smiling and holding up their wrists to show off their matching stopped timers cute Amy grabs his phone after he hits send she raises an eyebrow mildly impressed Use you used proper pronu- you knew, you used proper pronunciation pronunci- punctuation punctuation not pronunciation <laughs> not in you text used, you used proper punctuation in text she, he chuckles and kisses her temple lightly for you yeah 
Finn. Cute. So, yeah. Well, that's pretty cute. So, yeah, the, in the notes, the author said that this was their first foray into fic writing in over a decade. And, mm-hmm, and that they, you know, were just very uh, excited to, like, get back into it. And we don't need to write short chapters anymore, my friend. Anything can be as long as possible. Anything. <laughs> this feels like old style. Like, a chapter can be no longer than a thousand words. <laughs> right. Uh, but, yeah, so I really enjoyed it. Oh. And I, like, I, a fan of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, feels mm-hmm. like it, like, very yeah, I got a much good sense of a lot of different characters. And I really liked exploring the idea of, like, two people who missed their timer going off yeah and i never thought about that no because it makes sense like yeah in a crowded place and like a you know if you went to if well even if she had went to the museum and nothing happened like there could have been a lot of people around all looking at the same painting right maybe you missed their eye right (laughs) or like the sound or something who knows or like maybe you both needed to like hurry off or like you know there could be other yeah there was a fire alarm like who knows yeah things can get interrupted so quickly right that's really fun yeah not a not a thing i would have thought of right or like even if like your soulmate was like i want a soulmate but i'm going to france and i can't like i can't afford it <laughs> i can't start dating you right now or like what if your soulmate is in france but you don't speak each other's language so you're like do i even like forego to like this this sounds difficult i have to like learn right. a whole language like we can't even really get right. to know each other for like years right right so many qualms but yeah <laughs> no so i had a lot of fun and was just like very excited about this fic mm-hmm. um so yeah oh my gosh claire Next week is our finale. I know. <laughs> Isn't it exciting? I just assumed we had more because I'm having fun. So I gotta we might have to write stuff for next week. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, no. I didn't really um, conceptualize that. But yeah, because yeah. uh spoiler alert, we have I could probably go find it. Let me We got we got see. a lot of five we have star so many five star five hundred word fix we gotta do. So stick around for finale part one. If you would like to send us a fic, you can send it into any of our social medias, which is Fine Pairings Pod on Twitter and Fine Pairings Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Tumblr, and Facebook. And that's yep it. Or finepairingspodcast at gmail.com. And other ways you can get in touch with us is we do have a Patreon where we read smutty fix so you can send us those too yes (laughs) so for five dollars a month you can get two smutty fix for us over on that patreon uh, which you can find at patreon.com slash fine pairings podcast we also have a ko-fi where you can buy us a coffee for i think for whatever amount you would like but i think we have a preset for uh, three dollars. Uh, so if you just want to send us some cash to thank us for this uh, podcast, this day, and, yeah, this day, and help us afford uh, these li- laughs, yeah, these, <laughs> these laughs, and help us afford uh, liquor and upgrades to our equipment. Uh, that is how you can do that. Mm-hmm. If you want to get in those uh, five star fix, we take those as a kind of like a thank you for giving us a five star review on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. So send in that five star review. Let us know what you want us to write about. And we will add that to our ever growing list of fix that we need to write for the end of season six. Wow. It's been such a wild ride. How are we already at the end? I don't know. (laughs) I've already re-listened to some of our season six episodes. Like, this is a good season. (laughs) Very. uh, I've had a great time. Oh, and we should throw out a call to action, too, Mm. of if anyone has any ideas of what they'd like to see for season seven. Mm. We already have ideas also, though. (laughs) I know, but if they could send them in anyway. Oh, yeah. They might happenstantially overlap. So no spoilers yet for what comes uh, for season seven, which is very far on the horizon or bonus episodes if you have like a longer fic or piece of fanfic history that's been some really really fun episodes for us to do when we're on the off season because we can dedicate a little bit more time yeah. to those pieces so if there is something that you're like man you guys gotta deep dive into this like we, that's a great time to do it as well yeah good stuff good times wow. good beautiful times. <laughs> beautiful ears <laughs> beautiful sounds I don't know what I was going for <laughs> well that's enough that's of that it. we'll see you next week I'm going to go home and make some soup. (laughs) Soup. 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 Goodbye. Goodbye. White soup. Some white soup. Gonna boil some meat. (laughs) Two vegetarians boiling meat.